Hey Brisbane, the Mixtape Tour is coming to your area of planet Earth. Saturday the 22nd of Jan 2022 at the Princess Theatre in Brisbane. Tickets on sale now through Ticketmaster. All other info on www.theprincesstheatre.com.au We cannot wait until January 22 to come over to Brisbane. It's been way too long. See you soon. Woohoo! going guys is anybody in there <laughs> this is jay jovi i'm sammy hard on and you're listening to the 80s montage and tonight's show is about mullets mullets of the 80s mullets of the 80s mullets, mullets. of the 80s fuck the best haircut you can have pretty much well Look, there were a lot of footy players on that footy field the other day with a couple of mullets and that's what I and I thought, why aren't we doing mullets of the 80s? Yes, exactly. This is where we had the idea. Like we, we were watching the grand yeah, final. Yeah, we were. Bulldogs versus Demons, getting all excited. And we noticed on a, on a certain young Bailey Smith from the Doggies, stunning young man, that, oh, that guy, oh. his glorious blonde mullet. And we thought, come on. We've got to talk about mullets for sure. Yeah, that's right. Everyone wants a mullet nowadays, don't they? Business in the front, party in the back. That's the that's exactly what I was trying to think of today. And I'm like, I know it's a party in the back, but what the funk what the fuck is up the front? I couldn't remember. <laughs> and I knew you'd know. Uh, <laughs> it's such a great haircut. Did you have like a bit of a mullet happening ever? Can I tell you, Maddie and I were talking about this the other night as we do when he gets home and we both agree we never really liked mullets. Yeah, Never right. really, really liked them. But I did have a mullet at one stage. My mullet went as far as having a perm and then getting it shaved around the ear, like in a square. Yep. And then, of course, you had it sort of... Mullet was shaved in the ear, made it look like a mullet. But I only went for that look until Gloria Stefan came in, and then I went for the length everywhere. Yeah, 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 awesome. But I never really, but when you look back at mullets, uh, there were a lot of really good ones and a lot of shit ones. And then some you would really call mullets, you'd just call a really good haircut. But really, at the end of the day, they were kind of mullets. 
Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you had sort of like your your pompadours where you would have, you know, different stuff happening on the top. Like, you, you know, you'd have a bit of fringe pulled down. You'd have it all sort of teased on top. But you'd have like this the long the long bit at the back. And that's that's the sort of look that really made it a mullet pretty much. Like the, there's also this sort of really full-on bogan look of having it completely short, almost like a buzz cut, and then having it all, all yeah, long Yeah, that's the, the look that I don't like. There's um, Do like also a skullet. There's a skullet where you have it. You, yeah, you have it shaved everywhere except the back. What, like the guy from fucking... Jump to the lift, fucking Rocky Horror. <laughs> yeah, no, like a like a bloody I don't know, like a punk, you know, I don't know. Wow. Sort of, yeah, a skullet. <laughs> so, for <laughs> me, me for some fucking reason, when you mention mullet, and I don't know why, because he didn't have one for very long, I think of Ivor Davies. Fuck yeah, he had a glorious mullet, and his was sort of. Uh, Obviously had a lot of mousse in it. You don't either wear it like gel or mousse. Mousse would let it kind of move a little bit, Flow. you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And he he had like a lovely sort of mousse run through his mullet. He had a great mullet actually, Ivor Davies. Yeah, I thought Ivor's mullet was a little bit like Andy Taylor's from Duran Duran in, in Wild Boys. Yeah. I think that was a mini ripoff of his look. Yeah, and right. Because Ivor, I, I just remember Ivor being so stylish and having short hair and I'm not a huge electric blue fan either. I don't oh, right. like Ice House that much here. I like Ice House when they're dark and they're spooky. Yeah. And this yeah. was a bit American for me and the mullet for me, I went, oh, fucking Jesus. Mm. I, I, You know, I would have... Yeah, I don't know. I love Mr. Big. I love something is happening, Mr. Big. I love that track, but I'm just on an electric play. But this song was huge for them. Yeah, it was. I do like the album as well. I love Man of Colours. Yeah, um, yeah. Beautiful, beautiful. I love that track because um, it's about his dad. It's lovely. Um, and look, yeah, I love the guy as well. I, I really love Ivor Davies. Um, very yeah. artistic. He, you know, he did stuff oh. with. Sydney Ballet and Sydney Theatre Company and, you know, he did, not just Ice House. He was very talented. So, yeah, great guy. Yeah, well, he was married to a, a dancer, wasn't he, or ballerina or something? Yeah, ballerina. He, he, he met her. He met her sort of doing what he was doing with Sydney Dance Company. Sydney, yeah. um, Sydney Dance Company, yeah. Yeah, so I think – I don't know why I think Ivor Davies. He only sort of had one for one album, not even. Mm. And – even Maddie said you've got to put Ivor Davies as number one, and I went, yeah, yeah, but you just don't know why. It's like wow, but I mean, people will enjoy that song anyway. But who was your favourite mullet of all time? Um, God, there are some good ones out there that you um, haven't put on your list tonight. Not on my list. Oh, okay, a really good one. You got to go, everybody, and type in. Andre Agassi mullet images and see what comes in comes up. Andre right. Agassi had a fucking amazing mullet. And you know it was a wig, yeah? No. Oh, honey, I've looked into it all afternoon. Bullshit. He's as bald as a badger now. He right? is now. Yeah. He 
When he did some tennis show, he had bobby pins pinning up his wig like, to, to keep his hair from falling out. Fuck off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it wasn't – see, Andre, I have a look at – he's got a, um, a book out about himself. Now, he never wanted to be a tennis player. This was something his dad put on him mm. and said, I want you to become a huge tennis player. He hated tennis. He never liked it. He never wanted to marry Brooke Shields. He married Brooke Shields. He had a nervous breakdown, got into the junk, blah, blah, blah. The guy has had a really tough life and including the fact that his mullet used to fall off during the games. Oh, no. I know. And it. I wanted to record the bit where he actually says that wasn't my hair. It was a fucking hairpiece. Oh, no. That's yes. out playing fucking tennis with a yes. hairpiece on. Yes, he started losing his Jesus. hair. Jesus. And all his family started losing their hair. So it was really important for him to keep this mullet happening even though it wasn't real and it wasn't until Brooke Shields said, hey, babe, I think you should shave your head, yeah. that he really didn't let it go because it looked like a fucking phenomenal uh, mullet. It was amazing, sort of blonde because he's got sort of very – dark eyebrows and he looks quite sort of Mediterranean. Well, that's um, right. I think he's got And he a had this of sort of shows. blonde, yeah, yeah, had yeah, this sort well, of big blonde mullet. But If yeah. you look into it and have a look, like I, I actually want to read his biography now because he seems like his dad used to give him drugs and shit before the game. Like his oh, dad was fuck. a maniac. Yeah. Like here's some yeah. speed for you to play when he was like, 1617. I did what know that dad, dad was a nutcase. Yeah, yeah, dad's a nutcase. So dad um, really made him play tennis. It wasn't until he got off the drugs where he said, I'm just going to go back to tennis in, I think it was in 97, because he said, you know, not everyone likes their job. I've got to get used to being a tennis player and suck it up. Oh my God. It's, uh, I'm, I, I, Typed in Andre Agassi wig. I had to see it, and yep. it's so fucking obvious. Yeah, they've, yeah, they've got, yeah. They've got a shot in the Daily Mail from the back, and you can see where it's sort of not blended in to, yeah. the, you know, to the hair at the back. And it the the title is "I wore a wig and it lost me the French yeah. Open." Isn't it amazing? I know, ah. right? Because Maddie wanted me to bring him up, and I thought yeah. oh, I'll get something from. Um, that's funny to put in as a snippet. And then when I looked into it, I went, oh, my God, it's not even real. It's a fake mullet. See, I couldn't – he would have been on my list, only I couldn't find a song that was associated with him well, and I yeah. thought, oh. I was ah. trying to find an argument with him and McEnroe on the court because that ah. would have been spectacular, but they were really good friends. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't find – I only saw something of him taking McEnroe off and throwing his racket because McEnroe, he's another show within himself, isn't he, really? Yeah, yeah, that's you know, right. He, he was um, just so 80s and fucking stupid. He had a lot of – he had a lot of big rivals. He was like the man to beat, you know. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Fucking hell. Wow, so he, that's incredible. He, I yeah, never knew. Yeah, I know. I, I'm so glad I found that out. But mm. he and he married – Brooke and then they obviously divorced and then he married Steffi Graf. Steffi Graf. Yeah. And I remember seeing them at a restaurant in Turak when they came out for the Australian Open. I think I'd played the Australian Open in a band. It was only a duo or a trio. And then we went to Turak. There was a 
fish market there for five minutes in that big area in Turak Road and they were both sitting in there. And it was a bit funny because I was like, oh, my God, there's famous tennis players in Turak. But, I mean, they're still married now and they've got two kids. I know one of them's called Jazz because my cat's called Jazz but the other one I couldn't tell you. And he's really open about his career and how he fucked up a lot of his life. And I I would really like to read the book because I think when people really admit that they've gone a bit haywire to teach people, it's a really good thing for them to come come out in the open. It's called Open, the book, I think. Yeah, right. But fake mullet. Fuck, mate. There we go. Wow. Wow. And it sounds like this. (laughs) Poor little mullet didn't grow. I know somebody that wears a hairpiece and he's a young man. (laughs) Like he's a young man. Did he go to the (laughs) spotch? No, you know, no, didn't go to the spotch, but he could have. Didn't go to the spotch? He could have gone to the spots, yeah. um, but he, it's it's really really obvious. I can spot a, a fucking hairpiece from hundred meters away, and this one, and this dude's ripped. Yeah, like this dude's like, oh yeah, yeah. And it's like I feel like saying to him, like, dude, no one cares if you've got hair or not if you're ripped. Like, absolutely. Fuck's sake. No, anyway. it's not about the hair at all. Nah. In fact, you've got a great mullet when you're on stage with Rewind 80s. Yours is I had a mullet. Oh, yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> I had a mullet just last year, like a real one, and then I yeah. then I saw it in a photo when I thought I got home and fucking shaved it off that afternoon. I was like, what are you doing? Like so the fucking things out. Your favourite mullet isn't real, which is great. sad. Okay. My favourite mullet is on a female. Oh. Have a guess. Bonnie Tyler. No. Yeah, I can't think. Oh, oh, I know. Kim. Kimmy. Kimmy, Kimmy, Kimmy. Kimmy. Wild. What yes. a fucking mullet. You want to get a mullet, people of today? Take the album cover of Select and take it to your fucking hairdresser and get her to do that because it is the most amazing fucking hairstyle and we're going to play a bit of Kimmy Wild because this is where the mullet really came out, view from a bridge. And she looks stunning. She? And this is the only mullet I really enjoy. And at the stage I didn't really think it was a mullet. I was like, this girl's got hair from, oh, my God, it's amazing. So let's have a listen to good old Kimmy and her mullet. Can't take any more. 
love her. Fuck, she's awesome. Great hair, greatest hair ever. Yeah, yeah, truly. You know, like uh, definitely for me I brought Select. That was one of – I was 13. It was one of the first tapes I got from my 13th birthday and I remember staring at the thing going, look how good her hair is. And it was actually a mullet. Yeah, yeah. And I I know that mullets are big at the moment but some people aren't getting it right style-wise and I hung out with hairdressers in the 80s. Yeah. So when you got a mullet – from Edward Jolly, my friend, who everyone would know if you're a decent hairdresser. If you don't, you're not a decent hairdresser. That's all there is to it. If you don't know the Jolly family. Um, they cut it in a way where it looked like Duran Duran. It didn't look like a footy player. You yeah. know? It yeah. didn't look Warwick Kappa. And that's another one, Warwick Kappa. And he still fucking carries on. Yeah. Well, I mean, what comes around goes around. He's back in his fucking domain, isn't he really? With having a mullet because everyone fucking loves them. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I, th- I found it had to be quite stylish for me to enjoy a mullet and, and Kimmy always, always fucking made it, you know. Yeah, fuck yeah, absolutely. And she was a chick. Yep. It, and a the lot thing of, about yeah. the mullet was that it was like a men's and a women's haircut. Yeah, yeah. And I keep thinking of... For some reason, fast forward or is it fast forward of the comedy company where Magna Shabaski does the Sharpie dance with the mullet? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. With the boyfriend? Fuck, yeah. it's great. <laughs> like uh. just so spot on because it's sort of a flat – like in the 70s you had the Bay City Rollers that went that look as well. Mm. See, I'm finding people of today a bit more Bay City rollers more than a new romantic mullet. Yeah. Just as long as it's long at the back and short at the front, they think it's good enough, but it's kind of not. Yeah, no. You know? Uh, and the guy that you're talking about from the doggies, he's very pretty. If he wasn't pretty, would you really look at the mullet and go, oh, that's beautiful? Oh, no, wouldn't. you'd say that's a dirty mullet, but because he's so absolutely stunning. So gorgeous. And hasn't he got a moustache as well? Oh, yeah, a little blonde moustache, yes. Right. Yeah. Oh, Wow. He's, so, he's yeah. a really stunning looking boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And obviously Kimmy was a real mullet. Yay. So most of the mullets I've picked are friends of mine. I have to say they're friends of mine. Great. Who are still rocking, well, some of them are, this next one is, still rocking the same hairstyle. Mm-hmm. And you're going to be surprised when you hear this because I think you're going to think, wow, I wouldn't have thought you would put this on your list. But I just have to because – this video, if you have a look at this video, uh, there are so many mullets in this band. It's unfucking believable. Here it is. So we gather 
Amazing mullet. Yes, and still has an amazing head of hair. He does, yeah. And an amazing amazing. voice. And an amazing look. Yeah. Looks the same. Mm -hmm. Looks the fucking same. Yeah. And, you know, Brian's had it tough. He hasn't had it easy. I know that. And I remember he had hired me on Countdown the Musical and I remember looking at his hair going, bloody hell, you just look the same. You look the yeah. same. But yeah. this video, you know, they're all on a cliff. It's sort of very beachy, go fucking, I don't know, Frankston Beach, wherever they are. They wouldn't be at Frankston but it looks a bit franger. <laughs> and um, they're all singing on the rocks and shit. But the fun, the funny thing about the Uncanny X-Men is I found really weird as, as a kid when I, before I met any of them, it was like the Wogs versus the Skips. Yeah. There were like three hardcore woggy-looking guys. One of them was Chuck Hargraves, but he's not a wog. He just looked oh. like an Aussie wog. Oh, right. And I would have liked to have sat on his mullet. Because <laughs> he was Take it a he ride. was in, I think he was in Dolly. He did a centrefold in either Cosmopolitan or Dolly and they did a full frontal fucking spread on Chuck Hargraves. He gave, he became quite a big sex symbol. Yeah, right. And Brian was just the front man. So a lot of the people I look at today are in the band as well because I think the band had to go with the front man a bit. And then you had yeah. your front man that didn't. Yeah, yeah. But uh, this 50 years, yeah, look, I've had a look at the video again today. I haven't seen it for a while and they end up at a funeral and it's quite sad. Yeah. It's a little bit sad and the, the the actual females in this video, the mullets are just everywhere. Oh, wow. And blonde and black, like blonde. You know that new look, or it's not new anymore, but is it barrage or what's it called? Beige balayage. Or, balayage. They've all got that. Yeah. They're before their time. Not balayage, balayage. 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 <laughs> I can never say it. I mean, it's a good look. But I think some of the guys in the Uncanny X-Men, because, you know, in the 80s it was Wogs against the Skips and then you got to the Uncanny X-Men and you went, well, Brian's fucking Skippy and then all the others are Woggy and then there's one other blonde guy that's Skippy and it was a real testimony in the cultures coming together and writing fucking rock music, you know? Yeah, yeah, absolutely, for sure. And this was a huge hit for them 50 50 years, Mm. 50 years. And uh, he's a good guy and he still sounds incredible, like you say. Yeah, awesome. Good on you, Brian. Great mullet. And I don't think you can have – I mean, we could go for three weeks with mullets of the 80s. There's so many of them. Yeah. But I think Brian now has his mullet and he doesn't have to do anything. Yeah, no, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Which is great. 
All right, then, let's keep punching through. All right, honey. So my next one, you're going to fucking love this. I don't know why I thought of him. There were a lot of bass players in the 80s that had mullets that really choreographed their hair with their face and the bass playing. And one of those people is a friend of ours actually and I'm just going to play their track now. Mate Craig Harneth on the oh, bass. Can't you just see him flicking yeah. his head like I like and the way he danced and everything behind the bass? I just saw him in my head. He had such a beautiful head of hair when he was in Kids in the Kitchen. He did. It he was did. really full, like really it was. Bu- really beautiful hair. <laughs> it's so weird. Like knowing Craig, it's not something that I would say, like, mate, you used to have really beautiful hair. No, because it wasn't a huge mullet but the way he moved with it and because Scotty had the normal hair and Scotty's also a friend of ours and he would do the dancing thing and then Craig would just fucking dunk, 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 nail it and fucking just look sharp. It was a looking sharp where he looked one way and then the other and it was just a really well choreographed mullet. I think that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, yeah. And of course, Claude Garanza kind Craig play of with Kylie Minogue? Craig Newman did. Oh, Not Craig, Craig Newman. Harneth. Yeah, oh, so Craig okay. Newman did. I don't think Harney did. Yeah, right. I don't think Craig Harneth. But I met um, Craig when I was in a cover band with Scott Kahn called Scott Kahn's Human Soup. And he's a Virgo, and so is Scotty. And yeah. we got along like a house on fire. And then I ended up meeting the whole band. So, I mean, Craig. Craig has a great mullet, but you know Claude has a great mullet. Claude Carranza yeah. as well. He yeah. was the you know our beautiful Spanish-looking guy. You know if you want to call him that. And both of them were incredible dudes and mm. really humble in how they came across in music videos. And I have to say, I wasn't a huge fan of Kids in the Kitchen. Yeah, right. I. Enjoyed other bands. I was more I'm talking and anything with girls up to front. But mm. I, when I met all those boys, it was like a soul connection, really. Yeah. 
But, yeah, I just thought I'd put Harness in there. Harness, obviously, for those of you that don't know, he runs a studio called Hot House in St Kilda. And, and has we been do all for our years. Demos. Yeah, years. So he does a lot of stuff with a lot of great bands and produces them. And he's just a really laid back, chilled guy and so intelligent, you know. Yeah. And Claude's incredible as well. In fact, the last time we saw Claude at the airport, we were going to catch up and then the bloody thing came about. That's COVID. right, I remember. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, and that's probably another option we could look at for our, our 100th birthday is those two. Fuck yeah. Getting them yeah, on for some sure. kids. Yeah. Yeah. So love All a right. bit of that. Yeah. Now the fifth one, you, look, you have to mention this guy because he had a series of mullets through the world and, you know, he had different sort of genres of the mullet and always looked super cool. Here we go. Have a listen to this. Love that tour. Yeah. What tour was it? Glass Spider. Ah. So we had the big blonde mullet. Yep. With the red sort of, I think it might have been shiny pants and a shirt. I can't remember. But the mullet was incredible. But it wasn't the first time we saw Bowie with a mullet. No, that's right. Would you say Bowie sort of invented it? In a way, yes. Like yeah. he sort of he was he was definitely one of the first. Definitely one of the first. And like you didn't see anybody else with with that look. No. You know, it it and that sort of added to him coming across like a, you know, coming from another world, you know, like it added to his mystique is, is um, you know, the, the, the hair. Like it, nobody had ever, nobody wore their hair like that, you know. No, 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 they didn't. And, mm. I mean, you probably had the skinheads with the tails, but he came out and had this full um, orange mullet, 
in the early years. Yeah. Very feminine looking and I'm pretty sure people like Kim Wilde would have sort of looked at that and done a blonder version or whatever. But yeah, I, I actually had a look at his career. Jesus, sorry I'm burping. And he's had a few mullets even in the labyrinth. That's a pretty bad mullet but yeah, gotcha. that's what people wear when they go to an 80s disco or they go to an 80s function. They'll wear that shit show bag mullet. Yeah, yeah. Shake There's it out difference. of the show bag and on yeah, it goes. Yeah, yeah. On it goes fucking blue with fucking sequins <laughs> in it. Nah, anyway, you know, a couple of bands in Australia would look like that as well but we won't go there. <laughs> and, uh, you know, you just have to realise that there was a different style of mullet and – you know, with Bowie, you get about three or four. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, interesting. His sort of his mullet was like glam inspired. You know, exactly. there there was there was a sort of glam inspired mullet. The eighties mullet was different, like di- different somehow, and I I can't quite put my finger on how. Um, yeah, don't know, don't know, but yeah, di- di- slightly different. Yeah, there were different genres of the mullet, but I think one thing led to another, you know, where but, everyone went, oh, that's interesting. But it's definitely an, definitely an 80s haircut. You know, the, the mullet is definitely an 80s haircut. Well, at the time that he was doing, you know, ground control to major time and all that sort of bizzo, long hair was in. It was very Age yeah. of Aquarius. So for him to yeah. come out with that, it was very different. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That kind of really... Almost, um, what do you call it when they? <coughs> Sorry, that was a sneeze. I don't think they call it that. No, <laughs> that was hilarious. I just sneezed. Sorry, guys, it's just hay fever or something. But yeah, I really love his mullet in that Glass Spider tour. Very exciting. Very yeah. huge. Almost. Awesome. And then, of course, on that tour was also uh, my mate. Um, Bang, bang. Oh, my God. We had him in – we mentioned him in the first episode and I met him at the bar at Chase's. What's his name? Uh, I can't remember. And I was with John Taylor and Nick Rhodes and it was with him as well. Crumbed. There's people screaming because they know what I'm talking about. Oh, bugger. Yeah, I'll get his no, name I can't anyway. Remember. But he was on the tour as well with Peter Frampton, I think. Yeah. Uh, Charlie Sexton, there you go. There you go. Mm-hmm. Charlie Sexton had a little bit of a mullet as well. He had a beautiful yeah. mullet. Yeah. So should we do a One Dick Wonder? Yes, please. Now this One Dick Wonder is another Aussie band. I fucking love this song. This band was full of mullets as well and it will be a really good surprise for people that know Australian music because these guys were incredible. So here we go. Big Strong. So much for love. So much for love. 
the Venetians. Ah, I was trying to place it. Yeah, well, I saw them live in the 80s. They mm-hmm. weren't around for very long. This was probably their biggest track and it's a fucking killer song. Yeah. And I remember seeing them, I think it was at Billboards and I think they were touring with Pseudo Echo. This is way before I knew Brian. This was when I was hanging out with Vince and James and we all went together and I'm sure it was the Venetians that was with the support act and I couldn't get my eyes off them because of their hair. Their yeah. hair was incredible and yeah. the drummer was hot as fuck. Like <laughs> he was just like he just wanted to sit on his mullet. <laughs> he was gorgeous. But really good band but they had good hair and then it's sort of Shit, it might have been Geisha I saw. I used to, not that I get them mixed up, but their hair sort of Geisha had the big hair as well. Geisha had amazing hair. Amazing hair, like like horses lining up to be fed. You yeah. know? Yeah. It used to remind me of horses in the paddock. Like this yeah. fucking red mullet hair. Yeah. That used to blow on stage and they'd all have fans on them at this stage or that was the big thing in the roof and it looked so 80s. Yeah. And I love myself. That would probably be one of my favourite tracks of all time, So Much For Love. Mm. They did have other singles but I'm not sure whether they, I think they didn't do much but yeah, really, really good live band. Yeah, phenomenal. Yeah. What do we say to our one dick wonder? Nice one one dick. dick. (laughs) Now, your ones are pretty fucking phenomenal, I must say. And some of the songs. I need to put a lot of thought into this, possibly too much thought. No, it's perfect because we've actually worked out that Andre was fake and everyone would probably think it wasn't. That's a really important thing. I never thing knew that. I'm actually quite saddened yeah. by this. Yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm yeah. now obsessed. I'll be up at 3 a.m. reading about it now. I was going so to have you. a wax tomorrow and a Brazilian, <laughs> but in awe of him not having hair, I think I'll give it a miss <laughs> so I can feel better for him. It'll look like. It's not true. It'll look like sort of Andre before and Andre after That's he loses right. the wig. That's right. I only wish we could. We're still in <laughs> lockdown and we don't have any – I mean, hairdressers and stuff are so important, you know. Would Matty ever do it? for? No, that's – no. No, no, no. no too no, far, no. isn't it? He wouldn't because he wouldn't – oh, look, it wouldn't end very well, <laughs> you know. Uh, all it right, so – well. Let's play my first one. I'm going to play your first track. And we'll come back to it. Okay, fantastic. Burning and tables are turned 
did you pick it, guys? A lot of people might have thought this was a certain actor from Knight Rider or Baywatch, but it's not. Oh, but no, this song is great. It is an actor, guys. This is Patrick Swayze, of course. People who remember Roadhouse, this was in the soundtrack. Uh, what a great track. He had Patrick Swayze's hair was awesome. He had the most beautiful mullet. It just makes me speechless. <laughs> it just makes me speechless. Patrick wow. Swayze, there's something so 80s about Patrick Swayze. And it, oh, yeah. he, he um, I mean, like he had an incredible career right, you know, right up until his death. But um, in the 80s, he was just so awesome. Road Trip as well. Uh, road Trip? Roadhouse, sorry. Mm-hmm. Roadhouse as well. Road awesome. Trip's pretty funny though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. Not it's 80s, one of my favourite yeah. movies. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Fucking yeah. love it. But fucking Roadhouse like really blows you away, that film, and he is awesome in it and he looks great in it. Beautiful mullet. What can you say? Do you know what? I've never seen it and now oh. I'm going to have to watch it. Go back and watch it. It was on... It was on like Stan or something not long ago, yeah. but you know how they change things. Um, yeah. They change I'll up their playlist all the time. But yeah, a lot pl- of the time, these really good movies that are sort of cultish, yeah. you've got to pay for, even on Stan and, and Netflix. Yeah. That's right, especially if they're cult films. So yeah. you've got to pay for them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. But amazing actor, amazing, amazing dancer, and. You know, taken before his time, but beautiful, beautiful mullet, like you amazing hair. Spoils it for him is oh, that fucking yeah. stupid song he did on fucking <laughs> blow my blow my wind up my ass. What was it called? Blow wind um, up my ass. No, um, fucking she's got the she's wind. She's like the wind. Oh, she's like the wind. Dreams. I thought yeah. it was she's got the wind. I thought, oh, that's romantic. <laughs> she's fucking farts she's in got bed. the wind. I've got to sleep in. <laughs> Gotta sleep in the other room. (laughs) (laughs) That song's about me. Uh, (laughs) Uh, Yeah, Uh, not really. Um, I got over his career very quickly hearing that shit track. Yeah, right. Okay. I just didn't like it. It was too fucking pull your dick out of your pants already, you know. (laughs) Uh, Not sure what you want. I was always there for him. Amazing. Wow. Amazing of course mullet. You were. Yeah, loved him. Loved um, the little mullet. He reminds me a lot of my eldest brother, Brett. For some reason, I, in my mind, my eldest brother, Brett, that's what he used to look like in the 80s. I think, I don't know. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So uh, it's always, when I watch Patrick Swayze, it's like watching my brother in a film. So. There you go, Brett. Little shout out. Not that you listen to my fucking show, but anyway. Yeah, uh, I thought of your family today because I locked in cans today. We're going oh, up there next year. Oh, very exciting. Yes, I've spoken to the the coordinator. C-Pack. We won't say where. Yeah, oh. yeah, we are. But I'm not going to tell you when we're going up because everyone else will fucking try and. Okay. Oh, no, they can't get in anyway. You actually have to be a quality act and mm. I hate to say it but. You have to be. And uh, I've spoken to them today and they're so excited. And I said one of the cast members is from Cairns and they're like, oh, my God, really, really excited. So we'll do Tweed Heads and then we'll go up to Cairns next year. Uh, so brilliant. keep an eye out for that. Fantastic. All right, let's keep it moving. My okay, next so this one's a one, bit of a curveball. 
I hope I've got them in order. I did them in different orders. All right, But lovely. let's play it anyway. But it's a curveball and it's a funny one as well. Oh, God. As soon as I heard it, I got like a shiver down my spine. Look, I was surprised to see it on your list. Was he singing about his hairline in that song? This, See, this is the thing. I don't think it was a mullet by choice. Of course it wasn't. It's not a mullet by choice. He's very, very thinning on the top. He's advanced so hair, yeah, yeah. He's great. It's it's that it's that type of mullet that older men have, where it's like, oh well, I can't grow it on the top. I'll grow it on the back. Fucking well, that's ridiculous. right. They're trying to make up at the back what they don't have at the front, in case you just don't see the front. It and doesn't fucking like a dead work, giveaway. mate. Dead it giveaway. Is. But he Wispy, got some good. Dry he got some hair. good fucking chicks out of it, though. Yeah. He had is some he hot a joke, girlfriends. Though? Is he a joke? Is he a joke? I don't know. Is, he? is he a joke? Of course I think he's he a joke. Is. Yeah. He's a songwriter and a bloody good songwriter. Well, he originally wrote this uh, for Laura Branigan. I think she released it in like 83 yeah, or something. Yeah, Laura did. Yeah, that's right. She sang and it. And so this was like really his song, and he did a cover of it and bought, bought it back in 88. That's right, because um, we didn't know who he was and he no. was writing all these amazing songs. And then when we and did find out who he was, we regretted it, you know. We, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's, I think his hairline, I think that song is about his hairline really <laughs> and him going to miss it. But I look, there is a certain guy, this is what they do, right? They do one of two things. In the 80s they grew it at the back so you wouldn't see the front was fucked. Yeah. Nowadays, if they're fucking bald everywhere, they grow a fucking huge beard just so you don't notice No, see, no I hair. like that look. I like oh, the Oh no. Yeah, no, I like it that is look. It's fucking horrid. Nah, I love it's the like, Really? I love the bald head with the beard. Love oh, it. Oh no. That's very yeah. bare though, isn't it? But, but I don't it, like the berry look. Not not so much a berry look. I mean, bears do do it, but 
Um, if if there's a fit dude with a bald head and a beard, fuck, like that's a that's a good look. Mm, yeah, right. Very seventies. Yeah. Reckon? But but yeah, yeah. Uh, Michael Bolton's hair. He went out with that Sheridan chick. What was her name? Nicolette Sheridan. He did a, he did a song with her as well. Oh, he didn't, did he? Yeah, yeah. And the funniest thing I've seen her do is well, a lot of things, but Will and Grace when she plays Grace's husband's like doctor that's going away with Grace's husband who was Harry Connick Jr. Yeah. And Jack goes, oh, my God, are you dying? Because she's her ass and her body is so hot. And, you know, Grace is like waving the husband goodbye to her and the husband and or, you know, it's the Sheridan chick and it's the fit, fucking funniest shit <laughs> ever where they're all uh, looking at her going, you're letting him go away with that because she was hot. Absolutely. Uh, are they still together? Nah, I don't think so. They can't be. No. And he cut his hair eventually, didn't he? He did. Yeah, he did. Thank God. Yeah. Everyone was over it by then, but he did he did he did cut the hair, thank fuck. And and maybe I mean he was an incredible songwriter, but no one said, Hey dude, why don't you put him out yourself? I think it became something he did in the end. Yeah. Because he had something to give, you know. I don't yeah. think the look would have really helped him that much in getting his own career started because mm. we really had to overlook the receding front and the party at the back. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I, I give that mullet ooh, five and a half out of ten. Oh, my God, you're generous. I give it a three out of ten. Wow. Yeah, there we go. But, mate, he's got a lot of money so that doesn't matter. Oh, mate, he That was the biggest song. That was the hugest song he of that huge. year. He was huge. Yeah. He was huge. Mm. Yeah. All right, let's keep yeah. moving. Okay, this one's interesting. This one's your girl, babe. Great. Okay, now this one's a bit of a curveball. You don't often think of this actress in terms of being a mullet head. In this film, she was a mullet head. Play the song, Sammy. Amazing grace. Sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. I once was lost, but now I'm found. Was blind, but now I... Can you pick it? Can you pick the voice? If you're a big Damn, sort of... Frog. Yeah, or close. Um, if you're a big sort of 80s film buff, you will know it because from this sort of a cappella version of Amazing Grace. It is, of course, Meryl Streep. A lot of people don't know. She's an incredible singer as well. I mean, you know, these days you'd know from... Um, what's the ABBA musical? The ABBA she movie. Did? Yeah. yeah. What is it? ABBA. Mamma Mia. Mamma Mia. Mm. Yeah. Um, and she's done bits and pieces. She sang in, like, um, what was the one she did with? What's the one she fucking sang in the opening number? Ah, oh, forget it. Oh, the 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 um, um, death becomes her. She sings like in in the opening number, but mm-hmm. she apparently is like a trained 
opera singer, like when she was sort of trying to cut it in the beginning of her career. She, beautiful, beautiful voice. This is from the movie Silkwood. Now wow. it shows this because both um, both Meryl and Cher are in this film with Kurt Russell and all three of them have got mullets. Wow. <laughs> all three of them I have got mullets in Cher, the film. I think of Cher actually, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Now um, the movie Silkwood is about they all – they all work in a – or at least Cher and, and Meryl Streep's characters work in a, uh, a nuclear power plant or something and it's leaking re- radiation and they're, they're covering it up, like the power plant are covering it up and stuff and sending the workers in day by day and they're, they're fucking dropping off and getting cancer and all kinds of things. Um, and it's about – real story, Karen Silkwood, this woman, and um, – Oh God, the the it's it's a beautiful film, like really really cool. And this is one of the first films where you saw Cher sort of up against Meryl Streep, and you're like, fuck, you know, Cher is actually, she's actually, you know, she's she's holding it, holding her own against Meryl Streep. She really, they they were contemporaries at this stage, at this oh, time in the incredible. 80s. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So um, Cher was being, you know, really trying to be seen as a serious actress at the time and definitely Meryl Streep was like the one to beat. She was she was um, an incredible actress all throughout the 80s. But, yeah, amazing mullets in this film. Silkwood, check it out, guys. How old do you think Meryl and Cher were in these days? Uh, oh. This came out in 83. I'm terrible at maths, right? This came out in 83. Uh, Streep was born in 49. <laughs> oh, yeah. I am she would have been um, late 50s. And she would have been, you yeah, maybe. No. No? I'm terrible at maths and I know that that's wrong. <laughs> Oh, For really? Sake. So how like, old would she be? Uh, <laughs> no, hang on. Hang on. Let's 19, look it up. 98, let, I've got the calculator. 1983. 1989. 1989. 34. Oh, okay. I apologise. Yeah, there you go. There 40, you go. 54. Um, and Cher. <laughs> fucking hell, we're doing. Cher, 49. Oh, she's only three years younger. Yeah, oh, three right. years older. Three years I older. I think that's sorry. what I was trying to say. Is they're three kind years of older. the same age, and I wasn't. Oh yeah, sure, similar, yeah. similar. Oh, and they love each other too. Yeah, they love each other too. Yeah, amazing. And and sure, share share had so many fantastic movies. Like oh, God, Mask. Yeah. Oh fuck yeah! I loved Mask. Mask and, and um, Moonstruck, which he won an yes. Oscar for. And yep. Heaps of stuff, mate. Bloody Witches of Eastwick. Triple threat. She's a triple yeah. threat. Yeah, she is. You know? I actually think oh, – see, I love her acting. I, I, I love so Cher's I. acting. I yeah. love her. Yeah. Absolutely. So we're going to look at your next one. Yes, please. Which is this one. (laughs) 
Wow. Can you pick it? Kurt Russell, guys. Kurt Russell. Was he what singing that? Beautiful. No. Okay. So so um I just chose a random film of his and I chose yeah. Big Trouble in um Big Trouble in Little China. Just because I don't know. It was him him at sort of he was still on the up in his career and um they originally were gonna cast, I think, Clint Eastwood or something like that in, in this role. Um, and they just looked at the script and it was fucking ridiculous. Um, and, yeah, orig- uh, and they got uh, Kurt Russell on board because they were trying to – it was competing with The Golden Child with Eddie Murphy. They were both to be slated to be released um, like a month out from each other. And so they were quickly trying to like rush it and get it made, get this made. And they got John Carpenter on board. So John Carpenter you would know from all the horror films and stuff, Yeah. Um, John Carpenter had previously worked with Kurt Russell and just sort of slotted in him with this. This would have um, Kim Cattrall in it as well, remember? Yeah, right. I, I haven't seen it either. It's, it's, <laughs> it's pretty bad but it's a lot of fun. Pretty yeah. bad but a lot of fun. <laughs> um, Kurt, so John Carpenter, of course, uh, I don't know, what would you know John Carpenter from – Halloween, um, oh, heaps of stuff. They Live, um, heaps of 80s films. Starman as well, Escape from New York. They did a fair few things with each other, um, Kurt Russell and, and um, John Carpenter. But John Carpenter used to be really sort of uh, instrumental, oh, excuse the pun, instrumental in choosing his soundtracks. And he didn't want for for Big Trouble Little China sort of, you know, dinky dinky sort of Chinese music. And so he chose like this really kind of awesome synth uh, soundtrack. And I mean it's as dated as hell now but at the time it was like really cutting edge. Um, so this didn't have, apart from this awful song which I think the studio chose and put over the top, which is Coup de Ville, the, the artist that sing this, um, it's it's mainly just like a synth soundtrack and it's really cool. But like being a John Carpenter film, it's got almost like really gory horror effects. You've got to check them out, guys. I love them. Right. But, um, and and it's a mullet that you, you think is worth bringing up, obviously. Kurt Russell. In Kurt yeah. Russell in every one of his films. Like he was in bloody Escape from New York, Silkwood, uh, the thing he had a, which was also John Carpenter, um, had a you know big old mullet in it. Um, what else? Right the way through, uh, right the way up to Tango and Cash that he did with bloody Stallone. But yeah, he was he was known for his mullet and known for his, I think like wife? thirty thirty eight. Well, not wife. 38 year That's right. They're not married, are relationship they? with Goldie Horn. They're not married. Yeah. They've just been in this mon- um and not even monogamous. Apparently, yeah. She, she used to let him sort of do his thing. And yeah, she right. and she was the one that saying she used to say it's not natural for a man to be in a monogamous relationship. He should be allowed to go and fucking do do his thing. <laughs> fucking full on, mate. Well, that studies say it's not natural for anyone. Well, no, you know? no, it's it's 
not really. <laughs> it's like not really. Some people we all give it. it a go, you know, don't we? But mm. fucking no, hell. we do. We do. Uh, mm. But uh, there you go. So, so Kurt Russell, love Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell to me is like a Patrick Swayze, but that can do comedy because you don't associate Patrick Swayze with comedy. But Kurt Russell, yeah. he's just got so much charisma and smirk and and stuff. Um, yeah, yeah, real sort of cheeky bastard. But there you go. Awesome. I think I've got one more. You have got one more and then we're going to do a last one. So this one is your one. I'll play it now for you. City lights are coming on one by one So are the stars in the sky Say goodnight to the setting sun That's when my world comes alive I am the night rocker I'm gonna rock you all night long I am the night rocker I'm gonna love you with my song It's a sweet lullaby That's not him singing, is it? Yeah, that's him singing. That's his voice. Oh, wow. Yeah. So that's our old mate, the Hoff, David Hasselhoff. Pitch shift. Must have been. That's our old mate, David Hasselhoff, the Hoff. Um, yeah, this is this this album. Um, we've bought this up before. Did you have this album? No, you bring this guy up. I fucking don't even care about it. I thought you had it because I've held the album in my hand. Not at my joint. (laughs) Uh, So where did he have the biggest mullet, do you reckon? All the way through. And his his was really curly. So he had like a curly mullet is like the platinum of mullets, I reckon. He had sort of... Just the short hair and it got longer and longer. It's like the hair on the top just stayed the same length but the hair in the back just kept getting longer and longer and longer. But um, it, was, it was pretty timid, I think, as a mullet. Yeah, definitely longer. Like he, he just had a buff head to me. I was like, Yeah, fairly buffy, yeah, yeah. Um, but, Knight Rider, he probably would have had the closest to a mullet. But um, even then... Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you um, if you Google David Hasselhoff mullet, there are hundreds of photos of him with a mullet. Um, yeah, it got right. quite long. I think sort of more to do with his more to do with what he did in between um, Knight Rider and Baywatch. So it's sort of like Googled the stuff Dave that he did, yeah. the stuff that like his music career and stuff. Um, that's when he sort of had the the rock mullet happening. But yeah. I just Googled David Hasselhoff mullet and Andre Agassi comes up. Yeah, yeah. How amazing. And Mel Gibson. Mel Gibson had an awesome mullet in in like um fucking what was the the cop film that he did, the American one? Oh, that was um that was on TV the other day. Um ah! 
fuck. Matty hates when we do this. He just goes, oh, fuck. Um, well, Matty should edit it out. Yeah, he does. But he just goes, um, how the fuck do you not know? Because he knows it straight away. And um, it was um, fucked if I know. With the guy. With uh, what's his name? Um, uh It'll come to me if the, I relax. There were three trilogy. Three yeah, 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 yeah. Um, lethal Weapon. Lethal Weapon. Yeah, yeah. Huge John mullet John Stamos in that. was another one. He had a good John mullet. Stamos John Stamos had the black sort of straight one. His was like a very, very Greek one. Yeah. And and the very thing nice. is like it kind of went into the 90s a little bit. It really did. It, they yeah. were much longer in the 90s, I reckon. Yes. There was more yes. happening on top in the 80s. And then in the 90s it sort of fell off the back. Um, but, yeah, bloody. Late 80s, yeah, there was a lot more down the bottom. See, bloody um, old mate, um, Billy Ray Cyrus, he yeah. had like a dirty long <laughs> Long mullet, See, but <laughs> yeah, and I think he missed the mullet memo. I think he was one of the last ones to sort of yeah. get one. Well, it was and country. It wasn't really cool. It was country. Yeah. He was doing country music, so it's like, hey, mate, that yeah, we don't. Yeah. And it's like, well, it's country music, so no one does. <laughs> and the song was shit. Achy breaky heart. Yeah, huge. And Once again, fucking it was. huge. And I used to think, why has he got a mullet? Like they went out bloody years ago, you know. But, yeah, being a country artist, you miss the memo. But now his daughter's got a mullet, really. Miley's yeah, got a Well, yes, you're mullet. right about that. You're right. She's got a very – it reminds me of a photo of Madonna when she has her hands in her mouth and she's got the mullet with like the skinhead tails at the bottom with the rings on. It might have been um, early – 86 when she did this photo shoot, like yeah. a prayer, just another sort of thing to that. Mm. And uh, she reminds me of Madonna in that sort of area yeah, as well. Yeah. She looks good. She looks good with that mullet. It's really awesome. I love it. I think she looks incredible and with the right makeup it can look fantastic. Mm. You know. There's there's a Melbourne punk band called Amel and the Sniffers. Amel and the Sniffers. And she's got an amazing mullet. Oh, I know who you're talking about. She was on Rage the other night. Oh, was she really? They're yeah, fucking yeah. awesome, Very good mate. band. Really, Very good. really good. Yeah. They're, um, they've done really well in the UK. Like they, they've got a big following in the UK. But she's, yeah. she's, she's like something else. She's like something from the 70s. She's amazing. Yeah, yeah. She wears shorts and stuff. Is that her? Yeah, and jumps yeah. around. Yeah, yeah. She's amazing. Yeah. Maddie, I think Maddie's met her in, in LA. Oh, awesome. Because he knew straight away who she was. And I went, How do you know her? She's almost like a Chrissy Amphlett meets Miley Cyrus, but without makeup. There's something Chrissy Amphlett, isn't it? She's like yeah. a little little scrap. Little I pocket love, rocket. Yeah, I love her. She's great. Yeah, no, there's some good mullets out there. But, I mean, it's very hard to judge your own mullet. I think that's the moral of the story is if you judge your own mullet, are you really looking that good or are you going to a hairdresser and looking better? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You know. So I've got one more mullet to finish the show. I I can't not have a show without this mullet. And he had a gorgeous mullet. Here it is.
God, yeah, beautiful mullet there. Michael Hutchins. Yeah, yeah, king of the mullets. All the all the boys had good mullets. God, yeah, hundred percent. And that was, um, I think it might have been the bass player as well that had a really good dance that he did with his choreographed mullet. Yeah. Very powerful. Mm. Oh, and a great way to end. I know, and I loved when he had his live. Uh, he had a singlet top with um, "Watch the World Argue," and the mullet went down his back. Yeah. You know? Yeah, but he also a had a mullet on the front of the swing. That was a, a baby mullet, but it looked really good. Yeah. Yeah, brilliant. But yeah, we can't have any mullets without Michael in there. Now, guys, if you had a mullet in the 80s, we want to see the photos. <laughs> Send them in. Send them in to our social media. The 80s montage on Instagram and Facebook. Send us photos of your mullets from yes. back in the day. Patreon subscribers, we want to see you. We want to see your mullets. Send them in. Absolutely. As embarrassing as they are. Yeah, let's celebrate it. Celebrate the mullet because I'm sure in the 80s they were very stylish. God, yeah. Absolutely they were. God, yeah. 100%. Good on you guys. Which was awesome. Mullets in the 80s. Hope you've enjoyed the show. If mm. you love the show, guys, please become a subscriber on whatever platform you can. Please like, share, rate, review and follow us. Become a subscriber. It's the best thing you can can do because then you get first notification of every time a show lands. Normally mm-hmm. they happen on a Thursday. Normally they happen mm-hmm. sort of Thursday, Friday. But as soon as mm-hmm. they do come out, you'll be the first to know if you're a subscriber. That's right. Um, guys, also Patreon. Become a Patreon for as little as a dollar a month. For $10 a month, you get the extra episodes, all different tiers depending on what you can afford. But a dollar a month is all you need to pay, you know, to become like a like a shareholder. You know, very exciting. Good on you guys. Thanks for listening. Uh, and Patreon, and we'll just give them the Patreon address? For sure. Yeah, patreon.com forward slash the 80s montage podcast. And for all things Rewind 80s, what's our website? Rewind80sband.com and, yeah, you'll find everything on there. Or the80smontage.com will have all our flyers up there and everything, everything We've got need. some really exciting gigs coming when we're able to play them again. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. But we really do have some um, good stages that we're going to play around Australia. So we'll be yes. coming to a town near you. Um, please make sure you get your tickets. Absolutely, and get them. I'm pretty sure we're going to open up now. I mean, I'm a little bit worried about Queensland, but I'm not going to worry about it too much because hopefully she's going to open up her borders, so to speak. Well, yeah. I mean, people have to um, see their families and stuff. You know, at the end of the day, people need to see their families and stuff, you know. So if uh, people are vaccinated – yeah, it's it's gonna have You'd to happen. You want to hope so. Yeah, you want people are very. Worried it's not just about people her. trying to get into Queensland. Like Queensland people are also trying to visit their families in other states. So you know, it's not like we can be trapped in our localities forever. So it's gonna happen sooner or later. Hopefully in December. That would be yeah. very cool. Yeah. And then everyone can go and see their families, and then you can buy tickets for. Brisbane and we will be up there because we've got our airfares and we're ready to go 
let's see what happens. But stay safe, everyone. We're nearly there. We've got a couple of weeks more where we've got a little bit more freedom. We can't yeah, wait, though. That's right. Yeah. So just hang tight, guys. Keep listening to the 80s montage in the meantime and, and we'll see you out there live very soon, all right? Take care. Yoo-hoo. And if it's music mateys. Or cool shit from the 80s. We're going to talk about it. Unreal. <laughs>